0: NBA fans, welcome back to the Deep Bob Podcast. Uh, this is season two, episode six, and uh we're just kind of kind of not really in anything planned, but we're just gonna kind of roll with the flow. Um, recap the last week. It was a big week in NBA basketball. Um, and then I got a couple of interesting things to start out the episode. But as we know, <laughs> first things first, it's jersey time. So let me give you guys the colorway right away. It's purple and green. Um let's see what else that yeah it should be pretty obvious at that point right oh <laughs> purple and green yeah
1: green okay
0: so they're but green? uh yep purple and green yeah so they're an east coast team <laughs> um i would say <laughs> okay, right now lost <laughs> right now they're not a good team but they have some really exciting young prospects and that's one of my jersey like the the guy the guy's jersey i have is one of the young exciting prospects who's actually having like a breakout season um purple yeah looking like he's going to be most improved so far uh it's is not it like back city jersey nope nope it's just a regular well actually it might be nope nope it was the regular from a few years ago they're alternate home jerseys or whatever. Part so, of me
1: wants to say LaMelo, but I don't think he would buy a LaMelo jersey. No, definitely not. You know me.
0: Purple? <laughs> You're thinking the, the right track, though. So it is the Charlotte Hornets. So a guy on their team that's having a breakout season, he's young, he's exciting.
1: Do you have Miles Bridges jersey? Miles Bridges. Dude, yes. that's yes. dirty.
0: Miles Bridges. Got the purple and green, okay, the yeah. Charlotte, and uh, they got the Jordans, obviously, because he – uh owns the team hold up, so
2: hold up Where, oh, where's the green
0: this is green this is like the green the letters are the, see, are green
1: i'm colorblind but i'm no, gonna honest, have to i'm gonna color? have to roll you can't, yeah. you can't
0: see there can you see that that's like tealish okay I, well I
1: colorblind?
0: <laughs> no, okay maybe it's not green but like close enough right
2: <laughs> that looks that looks blue that looks straight blue <laughs>
0: I All right. Well, blue. so when you see these jerseys, do you think they're wearing purple and blue, or is it purple and yes. green? Oh my. Okay. Well, whatever color this colorblind, is. Colorblind.
2: <laughs> colorblind. It doesn't count.
0: All right. <laughs> I, I apologize for confusion there. Uh, maybe that wasn't the best choice of jersey, but we got it out of the way. We got a hard one out of the
1: that's way. choice of when color. When did you get a Miles Bridges jersey? Yeah, that's I, what I. Yeah.
0: I actually got it a couple years ago. I got one. Wow. I got one for my buddy as well. Wow.
1: So, yeah. Kind of. Wow.
0: Yeah, might the have God. to get a like jersey it.
2: here after this year. I don't know if he's gonna <laughs> stick around.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I think is it is this his, his third or fourth year? I think it's his third.
2: They got to resign him this this next season. Yeah, yeah. Man, I think his rookie deals up. I don't know Never why else. they
0: wouldn't re-sign him though. You
2: know, because like, I think he
0: wants a lot. Yeah, but oh, he's, he's obviously got, yeah. he's he's having a, a huge year this year. Ugh. Let me let me pull up his let me pull up his stats, bro. Have you been well, sleeping on Miles Bridges?
1: That I got you. Okay, yeah. and a half, 7.3 rebounds, three and a half assists, forty-four uh, percent shooting, yeah, thirty-four percent three-point shooting. But it's it's a big leap I'm for like, a third
0: third-year player. That's pretty good to have a guy like that next fourth. to. Him. It is his fourth year, so yeah, he needs an extension. Contract year. Oof da. The...
1: He's but, good, yeah.
0: But still, regardless, like that's a good young player to have next to the Lamella, wouldn't you agree?
1: Oh yeah. With I th-
0: I think so, yeah.
2: I don't like it. I'm I'm gonna say that because I don't I'm out on him. I think I don't really like Miles Bridges, but I don't think I don't think you can pay him because you'd have Scary Terry, Gordon Hayward.
1: Okay, yeah, well, from that I perspective, know. I can see that. That is true. They are strapped against be the tough. cap. Yeah. Pretty t- yeah, that would be tough to pay that guy right now.
2: Well, shoot. Because if you pay him, then you, like down the road, you're gonna have a couple more years. You're gonna have to pay Lamelo, which is all your money.
1: You got some dirty ass fingernails. <laughs> Me? Am I seeing things? <laughs> oh no! You're probably you're probably exactly right. Oh. Yeah,
2: show all those bad boys off (laughs) I don't know how to clean my fingernails I work with fucking dust So they're constantly black How did you see that?
1: Yeah, that's crazy I mean, it's I don't know I pay attention to detail If you know what I'm saying
0: That's the that was actually my main thing. One of my main points here is Peyton's fingernails. So thanks for bringing it up, Jordan. Gotcha, gotcha. (laughs) All right, all right. Back in back on track here. Uh, We are on track. (laughs) (laughs) I've got a couple of interesting things that aren't this past week uh, related in the NBA, but they are NBA related. Um, (laughs) What do you guys want to hear first? The interesting question or the James Harden thing?
1: I think you got to do the do the, uh, James Harden. Cause I'm guessing the question might be more, uh, relevant. Yes, or, it is okay, actually. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, roll with the James. Harden.
0: <laughs> I saw this, uh, Reddit article a long time ago. I saved it because I wanted to share it on the podcast and I just remembered <laughs> I, I had it saved. Uh, I was looking through stuff this last week and I'm like, Oh yeah, this thing. I, and I couldn't remember if I brought it up or not, but anyways, this guy on Reddit, uh, shout out to angry centrist. That's his username okay Uh,
1: sorry sorry quick yeah quick 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 one thing there's this there's this podcast i listen to um it's it's not nba related but it talks about uh how these reddit users send in threads and the one the one dude he announced it as testicles (laughs) Testicles. you know for sure it's testicles (laughs) oh anyways that's that's
0: good that's good anyways so Reddit, i would recommend reddit uh following the nba stuff because there's tons and tons of good content there if you if you guys are or anybody, for that matter. If you guys or any of our listeners are looking for more NBA stuff, Reddit is a great place because there's always articles out there about. And then, and then the, the comments are the best part about everything, in my opinion. So, uh, anyway, shout out to Angry Centrist. Uh, two years ago in the off season, he uh, wrote this article and actually did a bunch of research behind it. It's and I'll read the <laughs> read the title. It says. I analyzed James Harden's performance in every NBA city to see if there's a correlation between his box score and the city's average strip club rating. So he, it goes on to explain how he, how he did it. Um, basically he took his poor performances and looked at like the points field goal percentage, three point, free throws, assists and turnovers. And then like looked at how the, his box score ranked in each city. And uh, to conclude everything, I'll read, I'll read everything he has here in his conclusion. I have proven to a statistically significant degree that James Harden's game performance declines in cities with higher rated strip clubs. Uh, and then he gives the, uh, the um, formula he uses. He said, given the nature of the subject matter, this would be considered a moderate to strong correlation. So it, the better the strip club, the worse he does, is basically what he's trying to say. Um, some interesting facts here. James Harden's best performance comes in the cities with the worst strip clubs in the worst city of all (laughs) Toronto. So James Harden goes off in Toronto, apparently Um, his worst performances come in the city with the, the best rated strip clubs, and that is Miami oh boy so he sucks in miami goes off in toronto and then this one is the best one salt lake city has the third ranked strip club of all the nba cities <laughs> i guess it's tr- it It makes sense because the, they you know the people in salt lake aren't there for the you know the city life so they got to try to do something and keep their strip clubs pretty pretty high highly rated so yeah, that was the the James Harden strip clip thing I was telling you guys about.
1: <laughs> what? What? Let's hear some thoughts on it. I mean, the man, the man loves his titties. I don't know. <laughs> March first or no, March first. Toronto Nets play Toronto April. <laughs> okay, we'll have to we'll have to make sure we look back at that.
0: Have they played in Miami yet this year?
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know either. I, I suppose we could look at the correlation this year, too, and see if it holds oh, no, true. they
1: played Miami, but not in Miami. Ah, okay. So, yeah, we need to take some mental notes. For sure. I'll have to look at, I'll, I'll have to look at that, too. Miami, yeah, I don't. So, March 1st, we'll have to keep note of that one what the hell yeah i gotta
0: say yeah so i was looking through a bunch of uh articles in the off season to try to find some more content march 26th okay i was (laughs) trying to find content and this was one from a few years ago that i saved a while back and i never brought it up and i'm 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 disappointed in myself that i i did (laughs) there never did but you know we got it we got it done so anyways um now that that random thing is out of the out of the the, the air there we i got a, a interesting question here to start things off more of a recency relevance bias here my first thing is a question that i'm going to need some discussion and some some opinion on so we obviously know that the the top two picks of this last year's draft were Cade Cunningham Ooh, and Jalen
1: Green right i like where this might go
0: I still think this that holds true. The, I still think both of them get taken one and two for most for most teams. I think that's how they would draft. Number three though is looking pretty interesting. So my question to you is: Would you guys at three, if you were if you were uh, Cleveland, would you take Scotty Barnes or would you stick with Evan Mobley because they're both like looking like the best rookies so far? Um, so yeah, let me hear your answers. Would you take Scotty Barnes at three? Cause he actually went fourth, or would you stick with Evan Mobley?
1: I, oof. Like it damn, it's easy to say right now that Mobley isn't the wrong pick. I mean, they're they're what nine nine and five. Like that's not mm-hmm. that wasn't expected at all. Um, I know Mobley's doing well. Um, it's it's kind of crazy because like Big, I don't, I feel like big men don't usually perform the way they do that early when they're rookies. Um, and I, I might be very wrong and i maybe I'm not thinking of some guys, but yeah, 15 and a half, eight rebounds, two assists, 52% shooting. Um, that's, 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 that's pretty good for a rookie. And I know they got some other big dudes to accommodate, or I don't even know if you want to say accommodate, that's there also. Um, Based off of how Barnes is doing, you could easily say he's the way to go to, But um, they they're gonna have to move their roster around. Um, it's I don't I don't know if this is gonna keep working for the Cavs. It's crazy that it is. Mm-hmm. Uh but it's honestly, <laughs> if I had to pick right now, just because I was high on Mobley before, I'd still go with Mobley. But. Looking at it prior, and looking at the roster, you'd almost have to say Barnes just because, yeah, they have a bunch of big man. But uh, I still love the ceiling of Mobley, and he's only going to keep getting better. So it's that's a yeah, that's a good one. Gonna yeah, make this you question going to make you question in a couple of years at this stage, the one and two pick though. Right. I, mean, I know they're going to get better, but it's I I I, I expected a little more, but yeah.
2: Yeah, this I I gotta go Mobley right now. Yeah, this one's easy for me. It's Mobley. Um, not anything against Scotty Barnes, but Mobley's the real deal. Um Mm -hmm. Jordan, you're right. Rookie centers don't ball out the way that he's balling out, you know, especially shooting that high. Um, maybe it does have a little bit to do with all the big men that draw the attention, but I don't I don't think it is. I can't buy in on that. Now, that's not to say Scotty Barnes isn't doing incredible things right now that dude his size and his quickness is is pretty insane and what he can do he can defend one through five um his aggressiveness on both offensive and defense is toronto tight you know i think toronto got a perfect fit in their Mm -hmm. system um i think if he puts together the shooting a little bit more he could be he could be legit you know i think he could be a legit ben simmons type of player
0: so a couple things. One I have written down here is that uh, the Nets recently played the Raptors and Kevin Durant came out and, and said something down the lines of like like how someone asked him about Scotty Barnes and what, what he thought. And he's like, yeah, how old is that kid? Like 19 or 20? Like that kid's special because he locked down James Harden. He locked up KD and he played very well against the Nets that game. Um, <clears throat> I watched last night's Raptors game, the last couple of minutes of it. Uh, which was kind of close at the end, but the Raptors ended up losing to the Pistons because uh, the Pistons shot the lights out. Anyways, like Scotty Barnes in the last three minutes of the game wasn't afraid to step up on defense, no matter who it was. Was it Jeremy Grant or a uh, point guard or whoever? Obviously, that's he's his
1: high-energy player.
0: High-energy player. And he's also not afraid to take charge on offense. Like Fred Van Vliet didn't shoot the ball the last couple of minutes. Um, it was all Scotty, Like Scotty drove to the hoop, got the easy layup uh he passed it to he drove kicked it to og og got fouled got a couple free throws out of it like scotty barn is already showing that he's not afraid to take charge um and i think this is the the, the void that toronto has been missing ever since Kawhi had has been there is that they need yeah. that wing that can just like take charge of games and and just to show out on both ends of the floor like there's nothing wrong with og on Anobi. like he's a great defender but everybody his his whole career has kind of been saying like we wish that there was more out of this guy on the offensive side yeah um but one with... thing that
1: one thing that kind of came to my mind too is like so these rookies um when we talked about how Barnes, you know kind of shut down uh the two the two studs mm-hmm. you know let's take it back eight years ago or so like these kids you know this is eight years ago is when these rookies are like pretty much figuring out oh hey I'm, I'm kind of good at basketball and they start watching NBA and they watch guys like Harden and Durant I'm not saying that Scotty Barnes knows their game but like he's been watching them mm-hmm. probably since however long so like he was ready like he probably knew okay if he dribbles left he's going to do a quick dribble to the right maybe pull up like he was ready for whatever was going to happen that's that's kind of what I think which is pretty cool like these, mm-hmm. these guys have been watching these older dudes who are not dwindling but coming towards the end of their career when I say end of their career you know still five to ten years left but it's it's kind of crazy to think like this is yeah this is, I like this rookie class a lot. Yes,
0: same here. Um, and to kind of touch on Mobley a little bit here too, to wrap up this question, um, I watched, I actually watched the end of the Celtics and the, the Cavs game last night, which the Cavs came back from a, I think they were down 19 and they ended up winning in the fourth quarter there. Um, anyways, So Mobley didn't take over nearly as much as Scotty Barnes did in the last few minutes, but whenever he got the ball, he wasn't afraid to post a guy up and then he got a couple of free throws out of it. He played great defense. He had a couple of blocks on Tatum. Yes. Yeah. Mm. He had a couple of huge, huge defensive plays. He, he, that that dude can switch on to to guards and it's no problem at all. That dude is super quick uh, for a big man like that. And I think that's huge. So to wrap things up here with that question, I think I would still take Mobley at three two, just because um, he can do everything basically. Like he's built to do everything. He can play big. He can play defense against the smaller guards. And he can kind of handle the ball a little bit too. Um, so I think, I think Mobley like I, like both of you have said, I think Mobley's the right pick at number three, but yeah, both Scotty Barnes and Evan Mobley should be, they're playing like they're the one and two picks
1: right now. You know, that's what I was just, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And there's nothing against Jalen Green or or Cade Cunningham yet, but it's hard to
1: step up to those, step into those shoes. There's a lot of pressure. You're number one pick. You're supposed to kind of you know be the guy. Yeah. Number two pick. You're still kind of supposed to be the guy, especially going into a place like Houston where they kind of need the guy. So
0: yeah. Well, speaking of like number one and two, and you have to be the guy. So remember, obviously, last year. Anthony Edwards got off to a super slow start, and Lamelo came out of the gates like just looking awesome right away. And there was the conversation of how, Oh yeah, I think Lamelo should have gone one. Lamelo should have gone one. And then the All Star break hit. After the All Star break, Ant just went nuts the rest of the season. Um, and Lamelo was kind of injured, so his his hype got toned down a little bit. Um, and now to start off this season, Lamelo is good. I don't think he's like amazing like he was to start off last season as a rookie um and then ant is scoring a bunch which which definitely helps uh you know helps his case um but anyways i watched (laughs) so i watched a a few different games last night and to start the timberwolves game because we played the clippers um which i only made it through halftime because i was disgusted and i just Yeah. yeah it was bad um anyways i was watching the clippers broadcast and it's um Jim Jackson is one of the guys. And then they have another, another broadcaster there. And they were both in agreement saying that Anthony Edwards is the clear cut number one pick, um, from that draft. Like if they had to redraft, Anthony Edwards would go number one every single time. Um, and that got me thinking like, is that you guys think that's true? Is that how you guys would play it? I know, you know, me personally, I would just cause I've seen every game that Ant has played so far. Um, or just about every game. I know there's a few I've missed last year, but yeah, for I've seen the majority of Ants games and I've only seen a couple of Lamellos. What, what do you guys think about that?
1: I can't, I can't, I can't disagree with it. I think it also depends on the situation you're in. Like a team that doesn't really need a score, obviously, but if, if we're just like looking at down the road, who's the number one overall pick, I, I can roll with it. Cause he's, he's, he's going to end up being close to elite. Uh, in his career and, but so is LaMelo. Um, but yeah, I think, I think at the, at what I think of valuable, it's, you know, can you, can you like take over games and not that LaMelo can't, but Edwards has shown this year already, like mm-hmm. get the ball in his hands. It's going to be dangerous. So yeah, I, I, I think mean, if I you can look- roll with it. <clears throat> I think if you're looking at like
2: teams, like it was, 10 out of 10 times I would take Edwards if Minnesota was in that position. Um, If it was just, you know, like, like you said, who's going to be better in the future. I think it's, I honestly think it's a watch. I don't think that either of those two, you know, I think they're both going to be really, really good. I think they're both going to make different players too, you know, huge impacts for their team. I think that, yeah, they're both going to just be max contracts player the rest of their career. Um, Yeah. But if we're talking about like situationally, yeah, I I'm glad the Timberwolves took Edwards. I'd take him every time over Lamelo, just because Lamelo's an L.A. type of guy too. You know, like he's a bigger he's a bigger market guy. You know, he's not going to stay in Charlotte forever. Um, and Edwards, you got a little bit more of a chance to have him longer too.
0: Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I I thought it was an interesting. Uh... An interesting conversation they were having, so I thought to bring it to the podcast. Um, so speaking of Anthony Edwards, that's one Plus of the guys'
1: famous- swag,
0: yeah. They well, they both do like they're they're both swaggy, you know, right? Swaggy yeah, piece, right? Peyton, let's, let's uh, <laughs>
1: let's let's bring up interviews and then we'll decide who's got more swag. That's
0: that's a good point. It's a good point,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> anyway, speaking of Ant, he dropped 48 against uh the Warriors the other night, which that was a, a great game from him. He shot the, he shot very well from the field. Um, that was just, I think, what is he on the list? He has three 40 point games before his, he turns 21 and he's actually going to be 20 the rest of the season. Um, so he has the potential to, to move up on that list. Cause the only people above him are, I think Luca, Kevin Durant, and LeBron James. Um, good category. Yeah. It's a pretty good territory to be in. So I think that it could happen again. I don't who obviously knows if it if it will, um, but yeah, like you had said, Peyton, he just shows that he can take over games, and Minnesota did the right thing in taking him over Lamelo. So, yeah. Okay.
2: My last thing, I gotta bring everybody back down to earth. I'm I'm, I'm sorry, but like, don't get too comfortable with Edwards, right? Because he hasn't shown, and this is way early. This is way early to say, but it's something to just keep in mind, right? The last number one overall pick we had was this dude, right? He was like legit. We thought, oh boy, we're going somewhere. And he never won us games. And so far, our new number one pick hasn't won us very many games, you know? So <laughs> when that starts coming along, then I think we can solidify him as being a legit NBA superstar. But see, I see, I see, I see the fan,
1: confidence right away in Edwards, like he knows he can ball I you've never you've never really seen that confidence out of cat like you you saw the potential you saw he was capable But like this dude wants to win yes we're not like he's shown and I I can't I can't roll with that one like yeah I I understand the cat situation but like he he wants to ball he wants to win uh and maybe, maybe we maybe we shouldn't get used to him because he won't be in Minnesota for two. I don't know. I, <laughs> hey, don't talk like that. Let's come I'm on. I'm happy come with that. I like it. Yeah, and you should be. But yeah.
2: you know, three more years down the road, if he's doing the same thing that he's doing now, and we're still not winning games, it's going to be the same situation with Town. Right? It's not going to be it's the
0: problem. Be time to ship him out. That's not going to be a problem because three years later, if we're still if we're still not good, there's no way this team looks the same. And obviously at that point, I would hope the Timberwolves would build around and to make him succeed. So yeah. I,
2: right. I think after this year it's gonna be a whole new team. But like you see what I'm saying, it's, right? Yeah, no, like,
0: I get what you're saying. Also, kind of like it, well, let's bring let's bring you back down to earth here a little bit. LeBron whoa. didn't win that Cleveland Cavaliers team very many games in his first how many years? Three, four years? They were bad. Like they were awful. But LeBron was really good, you know. It's not like he won them a ton of games right away. He didn't bring them to the playoffs until like year three or year four. And even at that point, they didn't get very far.
1: Oh, shit balls. You brought in LeBron.
0: I'm just saying like, (laughs) if you're, if you're expecting like excellence right away, let's, let's take it a notch down and look at like LeBron, look at like what Dwayne Wade did in Miami, you know, like. Although you Dwayne You can score
2: 40 yeah. points a game all you want, but if you're dead last in 15 seed and we're still the top five pick in every mock draft, what are we doing? Well, what are we doing? Why does it matter?
0: Does that just go to show how good Anthony Edwards is that he can drop 40 some points in that situation? Or is that just goes to show how bad the rest of the team is? Look at, <laughs> I love this. This
2: is why I love it because we always see totally different. Ways. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh <laughs> uh, it's, shit it's really interesting to think about okay what's up jordan you got no, the I stats just, ready oh i thought no, I, I thought you had stats no. ready to prove me wrong oh <laughs> uh, no i just okay. no,
1: you, you two when we talk about the timber pups it's like
0: yeah uh, well gold. yeah i no, know it's
1: more than gold it's like plat like the platinum club this is <laughs> this is how you become a part of the platinum club yeah you gotta be on two different spectrums it's awesome
0: I I've like, I have told you guys countless times and I'm, I'm sure I've mentioned on the podcast. I've been a Timberwolves fan since I was like 10 years old um, and they haven't been good since then. <laughs> like they haven't been good since I was like five. So it's hard to, it's re- trust me. It's really hard to keep liking this oh, team dude. keep rooting for this team, especially now.
1: And like, it's not that I don't root for them, but it's just, it's just hard because I was like, I can remember when they got that one seed, and then Sam Cassell got hurt. It's like, what? Yeah, <laughs> we're supposed to win. Yeah, and I was young enough to where it's like it kind of made me sad. But I was just like, oh man, because huge Kevin Durant guy or Kevin Durant, <laughs> Kevin Garnett guy.
0: Kevin Garnett, yeah, man. yeah. It's uh, it's it's really hard to keep rooting for this team. I'll, although I will do it, and I'm never gonna stop. That's that's for dang sure. But um, like especially that's right the now, part
2: of things sports fans stop fucking hyping on the like i saw a a thing today on on the warriors that said like if you weren't with us on on this lineup Mm. then like you can't be with us (laughs) yeah and that lineup was like two years ago (laughs) yeah Yeah, like okay off the the curry Uh, train it was like they did it like that mm -hmm. like being a sports fan come to minnesota you'll learn real quick
0: yeah no kidding and it doesn't just have to be nba look at the baseball team the twins like we were good a few years ago we made the playoffs
1: you just wait right now the wild are doing amazing Mm -hmm. they're probably going to shit the bed and then first round exit in the playoffs
0: yeah (laughs) yeah the wild have an interesting team here really young really really electric so yeah i like the i like how they're set up um so good Ooh. thing Okay, what's so up? So I
1: looked up I looked up uh um worst starting lineups in Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh boy. Uh so January fourteenth. Hold on, so hold on, hold on. Ready? Give me a okay, couple okay, okay. give me a
0: couple of players and I'll try to fill the rest of the lineup out.
1: <laughs> a couple of players? Damn. All right. Uh so this is January 14th, 2014. Mm. Uh we'll just roll we'll roll uh I don't even remember this dude's first name, Cunningham. Oh, um you might get this one. This I think isn't... it was
0: Don. Was it Dante?
1: Yes, 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 yes. Yep, Dante Sorry, yeah. Cunningham. Okay, so oh,
0: in, no, in, in 14 in January. So
1: give me one more. Oof. So I want to leave this third or this uh, was... easy one would be a uh, peck. I'm just gonna throw a pack uh, in there because that'd be an easy yeah. one to guess. So I'm just yeah. going to oh give that my to
2: you. god. So we're talking like like
1: oh this is terrible, God. dude. Terrible, I, rem- terrible. I remember these <laughs> days, days. <laughs> like
0: so, this was obviously before the draft. So was Kevin Love still there? Was he playing for us then?
1: I mean, he might have been, but he's not in the starting lineup. Not in the starting lineup. <laughs> so uh, okay, yep. There's one. Who do you say? Forty-seven. He oh, nice,
0: nice. Uh, Luke Ridenhour.
1: Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: Alexi, that's what she said? Ah, yes. yes. Alexi. That's what she said. <laughs> <spent.
1: laughs> yes,
0: yes. Oh, uh, right, so, so we're was... missing one.
1: No, no, that was all of them. Ridenauer, Shred. Was he starting for us? That was a, that was a starting five for a while. Shred, oh, oh, yeah, Cunningham for too, that Cunningham day. Too. Shred, Rittenour, Cunningham, AK 47. <laughs> okay, listen, listen to this one. I don't know if you'll be able to guess this one. This is 2009. Ooh, so, I, okay. I'm just going to read them off Johnny Flynn, mm. Ryan Gomes, Corey Brewer, Ryan Ooh. Hollins, oh. Nathan Jawah. I don't know. And it, <laughs> in, in parentheses, yes, he was a real person. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. God, I remember Nathan Jawah. The pre cream team days were bad. Oh, yeah, hoofta. Oh, man.
0: So, this is off of Reddit, you said?
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. nice.
0: Nice. See, Reddit is where it's at, guys. Like, for all you guys out there interested in Reddit, like, March 4th, or even thinking about it, Reddit's where it's at.
1: Tell for Randy Foy, Kirk Snyder, Ryan Gomes, Al Jefferson. Oof, Ooh, Al, Al Jefferson. Jefferson. Right. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right. This is oh. <laughs> all right. Last one, then we got to move on. Nothing will ever top the 2009 finale game starting lineup of Brian Cardinal, Mark Madsen, Jason Collins, Mike Miller, and Kevin Ollie. Holy, <laughs> possibly the worst starting five to ever be put on an NBA court. They had yeah. they had Mad Dog out
0: there. Come on, let's go. <laughs> Mark Madsen was a, he was something else. I don't know if you guys remember him at all.
1: I do. I Mad
0: do. Dog the do. uh, – I do. All right. I don't know if
1: I remember. I don't remember the name on that last list.
0: You okay? If anything, if anybody, you're going to look up on that list. Look up uh, Mark Madsen, Mad Dog. Mark, like, Mad- Mark Madsen. <laughs> That's the guy you're going to want to look at. S E
1: N. Yeah. Yeah.
0: They call him Mad Dog for a reason. Okay. Anyways, making a callback to one of your previous points there, Peyton, about the Warriors. Good segue because I had written down here that the Warriors. Um, are 11 and one they're only lost so far this year came in overtime and they are like number one in so many categories this year as a team Earthing, almost. Yeah. It's, ins- it's insane how efficient they're playing right now. And I'm sure he'll be player of the week this week for the Western conference. Uh, Steph Curry was amazing this week too. He had 50 points. Then he dropped 25 against the wolves in the Andrew Wiggins revenge game. Uh, and then he he dropped forty against the Bulls, in which the Warriors blew them out. Like Steph Curry and the Warriors have just been going nuts lately. So, uh, call back to uh, I think it was last episode. You said Peyton, we have to really, really be giving first of all this team credit and second of all Steve Kerr, Kerr.
1: Steve exactly. Kerr is
0: working working miracles here with this team right now not saying that he needs to because there are some talented pieces but 11 and one their only loss came in overtime and like I said before they're number one in so many categories this year as a team um Peyton what do you, what other thoughts do you have about the warriors here they're
2: legit yeah. I mean they're legit how how do you get all those bit players to play that consistent, you know, coaching, really, really, really good coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, the second year players taking a jump like Wiseman, that helps too, but I'm all in on the Warriors. I'm, I'm actually scared of clay coming back that that's going to hurt them more than it's going to help them. Cause like, look at it. How, do, how does that help them? Right. They've lost one game
1: in <laughs> overtime. I'll say I'll, I'll, I'll say honest, it it won't hurt them.
0: No, I don't I can, think it will. Either. I can
1: maybe roll with it. Might not help them, but I I'll stick to it. Won't hurt them. Cause he, I mean, if he can still stroke the three, holy cow, put him out on the corner. Who cares? You know, it's. But I I don't know if I can go out of my way and say it, it'll hurt them. We'll find out though.
0: Well, obviously, one
1: if they end up under, like, say, they just
2: take a tank when Clay comes back.
1: Well, well okay, mean, so happens, it's not like Clay's so.
0: gonna it's not like Clay's gonna come back and play 30 minutes a game right out of the gate. So like they're gonna start him off at like 10, yeah. 15, 20, ramp it up. And if that's not working, maybe for this the remainder of this year, they'll just keep him as a bench guy, you know, just come out, play a little spot shooting minutes, and that's about it for this year. And then work him yeah. work him more in next year when some he's bang. got some <laughs> what
1: asking <laughs> the dog if she wants some bang. <laughs> okay
0: um what was i saying yeah and it regardless warriors are sitting at top of the conference at 11 and 1 they've won seven games in a row um let's look at the rest of the western conference here the sun's at two nuggets at three mavericks at four and the clippers at five jazz at six lakers at seven and the trailblazers at eight um let's go to the eastern conference uh here too and (laughs) Nobody nobody no, predicted this. No. Nobody ever would have thought this that the Wizards at nine and three, winning four games in a row. That's their current streak right now is four wins. Uh they're in first place <laughs> of the Eastern Conference. What the hell is going on in Washington and
1: why are they so they, good? I, I think I, I think I sent it in the group message. Um, Thomas Bryant and Rui Hachimura haven't played a game yet. Yeah. Like Peyton, I know you kind of um emphasized how good of a center. Or not how good, but like how important Thomas Bryant was. Like, yeah, this is kind of goofy. Like, I when we did our factor cap, like I'm calling cap. I still want to call cap because <laughs> I, I don't. I don't want to say they're good. Yeah, but it's crazy. I don't know. they it's when you add depth and role players. It, it's obviously yeah. a lot more beneficial than you know having your load invested into a max contract.
2: Then so. that that's a great point right there. I mean, when you're a team like Washington that doesn't have a young all star, you know, on a cheap contract or something like that, and but you have your superstar, yeah. Just get all the pieces you can around, just fill every hole, and then whatever you got left, bring in that superstar, you know. And that's what they're doing. And they filled in all the holes that they were missing when they had Westbrook, and obviously they figured out something, you know, because. Yeah. It's hard to say they're a, they're a better team. I think they're yeah. kind of like the same team that they were, but outplaying everyone.
0: I, I agree with that that last saying you had there. It's hard to say they're a better team, but they're playing better than they were, which their the role players are better than they were last year, and that's all it comes down to. Um, I'm sure, like, it, uh, Bradley Beal is, is – I, I don't know what his exact stats are. Jordan, if you want to pull up Bradley Beal's stats for me real yeah. quick – I'm yeah. sure they're probably down in terms of like career or like in, of having a career year, and um, his scoring sets are probably down a little bit, but like the rest of the team is picking up all the slack. Like you said, um, from what Westbrook didn't do. And if you're the, the Washington GM right now, you gotta be sitting pretty good thinking that like you got rid of Westbrook, a huge contract who played well in Washington. Like, yeah, he helped that team get to that, that playoff, the playoff spot, but You got back a great return for him. You were able to sign Spencer Dinwiddie, and it's you're nine and three. You're sitting at number one in the Eastern Conference. Like, if you're that GM, you've got to be just smiling from ear to ear, thinking about all the things that have happened so far.
1: Yeah, right now. So, Brad, I'll just rip him off quick. Bradley Beal, 23.3 points, five and a half rebounds, five and a half six assists, 40% shooting, 25% from the three point line. That's like not. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying that's not good, but like that's not Bradley Beal stats. Mm-hmm. And so if 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 he's doing that and his team is nine and three, I don't know if there's any correlation, because I wouldn't say that by any means. But that just goes to show like he doesn't have to be that guy. Like he still is, he will, but though. he doesn't have. Yeah, he but he doesn't have to at this point. Mm-hmm. Like You got. I've seen multiple games now where Harold is putting up 15 or 20. Like. Like I said, I thought he could, I thought he should have been doing that in uh, LA, or he should have been getting more minutes. But you know, he's doing it now in Washington, and it's it's a very obviously they're they're nine and three for a reason. They got they got the players now, mm-hmm. they got the role players.
0: Anything so, else on Washington there, Peyton? I know you were going to say something before, but no, no. Okay, yeah, like Mantras Harold's actually balling out for them right now because they're without Thomas Bryant yet. Um, and he's really playing really well. Him and Daniel Gafford are our tough center duo right now. Because um, yeah, like you said, Montrez is dropping 15 and also grabbing 15 reboards, rebounds, Re- oh, rebounds, rebounds. Wow, actually that's actually kind of cool. Rebounds. <laughs> that was a uh, that was my bad. That's okay, rebounds. I said Kevin Durant rebounds. instead of Garnett. <laughs> well, good. Yeah, so it's crazy that Washington is still at first place. Like we all thought they were going to start cooling down here, but they're not. Yeah. They've they've won four in a row, and who knows how much longer this will go? But it's kind of fun to watch.
1: Yeah. So the lowest, the lowest, uh, points Montres Harrell scored in a game this year is 10.
0: Jeez. So like, he's like double double guys. Yeah. 22,
1: 14, 10, 25, 25, 20, 13, 15, 18, 15, 20. Like that's, that's good I'm, ass stats. I really like Montres
2: Harrell. Oh, I just, yeah. How people were out on him so much. I mean, look at the two teams that he played for I, the Clippers and the Lakers. Like, mm-hmm maybe the two most toxic teams to play for, you know, like if you're not playing up to what they want, you're going to hear it, you know, other than maybe Philly or New York. But I mean, I thought he was a great piece in, in the, at, in the Lakers too. Like, I don't know why they just kind of gave him away. It was yeah. weird. Well, they let it, they didn't want to resign him, but mm-hmm. I like, I don't get that, you know, cause it's not like he's on an insane contract for to a guy who's going to get you a double double and play defense every night to get 15 mil a year, yeah, I'll take that guy.
0: Right. And I don't understand why the Clippers didn't try to re-sign him either. Like, he was their sixth man of the year. He was the spark plug off the bench, played in the crucial moments of the fourth quarter when they needed a center who could (laughs) play defense and stuff. But they decided to stick with Zubach over – over montrez and which is kind of weird maybe because they like, like the size a little more
2: i feel like that one was a little bit more chemistry in the locker room stuff because that, yeah. that's the is, part with montrez mm-hmm. harrow that 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 comes you know like you've right. got to deal with that with him but i don't know i think you do that instead of zubak
0: right i agree yeah. but i do remember now that you said that like back in the bubble there were some issues like he was starting fights starting yelling matches like that Yeah, I could see how they just were like, yeah, let's move on from this guy. And
2: he was in the center of that in the Lakers, too. You mm-hmm. know, whether he started it or – but whether or not he started it, he was always involved.
0: hmm right. Okay, Um. one last – what's up?
1: Well, I was just looking at – Uh, I forgot that he was a part of that Chris Paul trade. And that was – yeah. Harold, Beverly, Decker, whoever, DeAndre Liggins, Lou Williams, Kyle Witter – a yeah, 28 first-round pick from the Houston Rockets in exchange for Paul – or Chris Paul.
0: Montrez wasn't even good then. Like, he was no, just a young, just, young up-and-coming it. prospect when he was with Houston and then got traded to L.A. Yeah. Yeah. And then shortly after that, like, Tobias got traded to Philly. Like, yeah. that was – that was crazy too. Yeah. Um, anyways, anyways. Uh, <clears throat> one last thing here before we get into our, our new segment that we're going to end the episode with. Um one last thing. We got to talk about it because everybody started the week out talking about it, and we just obviously haven't made a podcast since then. The Jokic versus Morris thing. Everybody knows about it. Um, I just want to hear your guys' thoughts on it. Cause I think we talked about it in the group chat. Um, I know Lee Lee told us that he thinks it was a dirty play by both of them. And um, so what what are you guys' thoughts on that whole thing?
1: So we I mean, you know how. Uh what is it Markeef? I don't anyways yeah, you know them. how yeah so you know how they play um I do think yes both both parties it was a dirty play um I think what Morris did could have been way worse mm-hmm. like he, I mean still dirty um and then yes obviously Jokic retaliating dirty uh but it's I don't know it's I think it honestly got blown out of proportion like we've seen that type of stuff before Mm-hmm. and like this all of a sudden just escalated like crazy i don't know if it's because it's the reigning mvp and one of the morris brothers but like you you see stuff like that more than you realize and it's just like why did this all of a sudden and it's the whole twitter shit too like just shut up i mean <laughs> and, that, and then the picture with the heat players like
0: Okay, not gonna lie, know. that picture is kind of badass, though. I mean, it, it <laughs> they're all is, waiting but in the locker like, room like that. I, I think that was kind of what are you cool. trying to do? It just okay. F- from speaking about that picture only, like it just goes to show that culture they have down in Miami, where they're not gonna take shit from anybody. So I think in that sense, them all like waiting at the door of the other yeah. locker room and like, in so it looks from that picture, it looks like it's like the bodyguard that's trying to hold them back, right? It's actually the heat, it's like the heat gm Uh, uh, or whatever yeah yeah it's it's
1: a heat staff member he's probably telling
0: him like hey guys if you go if you go through with this like there's gonna be consequences here so yeah yeah, people blew blew that out of proportion too um i guess in in my opinion the morris thing everybody likes to say like yeah he got him right in the ribs and then there were some other people that come out and said look where his knees are they're bumping knees like okay either way no matter how you look at it that Going up to him while he's you know not looking I mean, you saw, like you that's... saw
1: his reaction when they didn't call the foul against Jokic underneath the basket. Yeah, you know he kind of goes like what, and then he just happens to run right to half court and just it was stop a, right there. Yeah. It was a
0: frustration play that oh, yeah. that didn't get called, and then <laughs> then Jokic <laughs> comes back and just launches the dude halfway across the floor. I'm not gonna
1: lie, for how for how far he flew, Morris. <laughs> yeah. It didn't look like <laughs> Jokic really be just like, it was like the most ugliest push. ever. I don't know. Yeah. I, could, I just couldn't believe the reaction of it. It's like, ah, eh, come on now.
0: And The Jokic brothers, like they, they created a Twitter account just to talk shit to the you know, Markeith Morris and then Marcus That's Morris. Awesome. Yeah. It, then Marcus <laughs> Morris like talks awesome. and they're just going back and forth, going back and forth on Twitter. Um, You mentioned it earlier, Jordan, like if against the reigning MVP, Bill Simmons came out and said, okay, when you got this like 11th man in the rotation doing this to the the reigning MVP, like you can't really be doing that. And I do agree with that. Like what is Mark Heath really doing? It obviously I said, it was a frustration play and everybody knows that's what happened. Um, I don't know if it should have gotten as escalated as it did. Uh, there was there was fines. Jokic had the suspension, he probably shouldn't have gotten suspended, but because it got things, yeah, because it got blown up so much.
1: People pushing around all the time, you know, unless there's a swing, unless there's a punch thrown, like just I don't know, like, yeah, it's stuff that happens more than you realize. But what do I know?
0: When I was talking to Lee in the group chat about it, like. I ended the, like my thoughts on it all. I said in all caps. I said, "Bring back physicality in the NBA, please!" Yeah. Like we need yeah. more of that that stuff because that's. It, I'm not in like, I'm not vouching for violence or anything like that. I'm just saying
1: like that it makes the game more interesting. I'm just vouching against softness. <laughs> yes, yes, that Literally. that's
0: that's perfect right there. Peyton, what do you think about the whole thing?
2: I uh, <clears throat> I don't know it. I mean you know who like Jordan said you know who the Morris brothers are you know I don't know if that was me I would have done the same thing as Jokic did you Mm -hmm. can't take a cheap shot like that like and not expect yeah if you're that frustrated like I've been in that situation where you're just trying to get in the other person's head right so you're just trying to like like what I would do is I'd like go down like I'm tired or whatever and sit in the block and then as they ran away you just pull the pants down. You know, you get a little tug. Whoa. They don't
1: like it. Hey, you know, I mean, you don't I'll play them, against but, you, know. you any day. <laughs> Whoa, what? But, oh, you boy. know,
2: like, Morris was just an idiot. He he was trying to – he was pissed. He made a move. He's a pussy for, like, turning his back on it. That's what I think. You're a pussy. If you think that you can just run up, take a shot like that at somebody, and then turn your back and walk away like nothing's going to happen.
0: That's a good way you, to look at this not thing. Even...
1: That's who, dumb. Was it That's his brother dumb. who said that he turned his back and you still pushed him or whatever? Yeah. Ooh, I like that take. I do too. I, like, what are you trying – but if I come up to you and I push you and
2: we're going to fight, are I'm you going to, like, stand turn right away? And walk in, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know. There's there's other ways to do it. I don't think that Jokic should have got suspended. But no. But it, it makes sense, you know, like what the league's trying to do. It, But – yeah, I don't know. It, like you guys said, it was blown out of proportion.
0: You see, Jimmy Boy. Butler got suspended like thirty thousand dollars just for talking across the court. He's all he was like caught saying on camera was like, "Yo, meet me in the back. Like, let, let's bring this shit to the back and all that." You've seen
1: that happen <laughs> yes. a, a lot of times before too. Yeah. guys are exiting the tunnel and they're like, "Oh, like, yeah.
0: okay." Dude, no, look yeah. at a few years ago in the playoffs, like the Wizards and yeah, the it? the Wizards and the Celtics,
1: like oh. that that
0: rivalry was legit.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just say this, like in today's climate and what we have to deal with and what's going on, you know, with all the NBA, NFL, MLB, everyone's scared. Mm -hmm. Everybody is terrified. They don't want the wrong words to get slipped out. They don't want the wrong story put in the headlines. So I think they're really just trying to crack down on everything and anything, you Mm -hmm. know, I mean – if you want to talk about like getting soft, the NFL is becoming a very, very, very weak Ooh. sport. I mean, it's nice. the quarter. What they're doing with quarterbacks is disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's costing games. It's ruining. It's ruining games. It really is. But like simple stuff, like uh, Zadarius Smith got a sack, and he he wore one of the he wore a jersey, and underneath his jersey, he had a sweatshirt that was an old tribute to an old Cardinals player. Like it was a tribute to him. Yep. And you got fined like thirty grand, like that's just the NFL is just being scared. They don't want <laughs> anything, you know. They don't want any freedom. They want total
1: control of everything. That's the last thing you want for the NBA. Like you see, so they might see, okay, the NFL is establishing this. We got to do the same. Like, like no, any type of yeah. chirping down the road. If 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 this stays like to be consistent and continuous, even just like a little bit of chirping might even be a freaking tea. Like it. Yeah, it's, it's terrible it's sad yeah yeah i mean yeah i miss like i like I, I don't i don't know if i've said it like i was watching the game the malice and the palace that was insane mm-hmm. and like people there nowadays shoot players might be suspended like indefinitely from the league i mean <laughs> obviously that stuff is you know that that ranks itself you know at the top but you get the picture like And we like, I'm not saying we can have that stuff in sports. Like that's pretty, that's ridiculous.
2: That's, uh, you know, you can't, you can't have that. Right. You can't have people just going and fighting other people, but you can't have it where like, there's no dog. Like there's a, in the old NBA, there was just people who made their money and made contracts just being a fucking asshole. Just yeah. being that dickhead on the court, but that's how he got going. That's how they got going. That's how they got that energy. That's how they went off. Look at and um, we don't see like those the players anymore. Like I the mean, bad Patrick boy Beverly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, like the that's bad boy dog. Pistons, Bill Laimbeer. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he was known for clotheslining people yeah. in the middle of games. Like that kind of, I I agree with that. Like that that kind of mentality is completely gone from what it is now. You know, in order to play to be a, a good role player in the NBA, you have to be good at something basketball related. Like back then, you could just be a tough guy and get away with it, you know? Yeah.
2: <laughs> just go well, be and, a bruiser. And that goes mm. back to like defense. People are like, why doesn't anybody want to give effort playing defense? Because mm-hmm. anytime you make a defensive play, like you can't express yourself. You can't get up and play defense and be like, let's go. I'm going to fucking rape the shit out of this guy. And he's not going <laughs> yeah. to score, you know? I mean, like, right, we got to call fouls, hand-checking, all that stuff. But I'm just saying, if you want defense and you want more entertainment in the league, you can't lock everybody in a box. You can't, mm-hmm. keep, you can't have that much control over, over everybody,
1: you know? Sounds you just like we need the loose DBA, loose. Deep Ball Association. <laughs> <laughs> we have our own fucking league. I like it. It's not that we don't have rules, but, hey, you guys want to come in I don't know how we'll provide money. I don't know what we're going to do to get arenas, but we're proposing that if you come play in our league, you can do pretty much whatever you want. You win.
0: We have, one, yeah. we have one rule. There are no rules. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, <think> you, yeah. <laughs> I like that.
0: that. I'll have to write that down for uh, a future, future thing, see if we got that going yet or not. Check back mm-hmm. in a year or two. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, any last things before I get into the last segment here? It's a new segment. Um, we're going to end the episode with that. Any, anything else here from the last week of the NBA?
2: No, I don't think so
1: not that yeah, I, can
0: yeah. Take I mean i wrote down what i thought would be interesting to talk about and i think we covered it all so what we're gonna be doing um from here on out every week we're gonna be we're, we're starting this week with the new segment we're gonna be doing it every episode um we're gonna be we're gonna be starting a new segment called pick the games or pick em games or whatever you want to do so basically i have three games written down here throughout this next week uh until the next time we record a podcast um, and we're going to all try to pick the winners and we're going to keep tally um, of who like of our records, basically. Um, and at the end of each month, there's going to be a, a punishment of some sorts and it's got to be on camera. We're going to post it to our YouTube cha- yeah, channel. Yeah. So that way there's proof of us actually doing it. So um, I think it's going to be I think it should be a fun little segment to do every week. Um, like I said, I got three games to pick from here throughout the next week that I kind of looked through the schedule, found some interesting games, and uh, um, yeah, we're, let's just get started. So game number one, Sunday, November 14th, which is tonight at 8.30 p.m. Central Time, the Bulls play the Clippers. Um, so obviously two good teams, um, one in the East, one in the West, and the main people that are going to be out for the Clippers is just Kawhi um that's the biggest piece that they've been missing here obviously um and for the Bulls so Vucevic is out he's he's gotten on the COVID protocol um Kobe White has yet to play this season and Patrick Williams is out for the rest of the year with that that injury he sustained last week or the week before so unfortunate injury there but anyways those are the injuries so the Bulls at the Clippers 8 30 p.m central time who do you got
1: Clippers right now Have they won like six in a row?
0: Something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm all in on the bulls.
0: Ooh. I would have to pick the bulls too. I think coming off of the loss the other night against the warriors where they got blown out. I think they're going to be ready to prove something here.
1: Yeah. No, they're not.
0: Okay. So Clippers (laughs) for Jordan bulls for Peyton.
1: See, I'm willing. I'm willing to be that, that guy. Hey, you and do I'm what willing you're to take that punishment. So when the Bulls lose,
0: it. <laughs> you gotta do what your heart tells you in this sort of situation here. All My right. My heart is goofy. <laughs> game number two, Tuesday, November 16th. Warriors at Nets at 6 30 p.m. in Brooklyn. Ooh. So another fun game here on the on the okay, docket. Well, I went
1: first last time, so I'm not doing that again.
0: All right. So let me get <laughs> let me tell you who's out. So for Golden State, obviously Wiseman is out and Clay Thompson is still out. And then for the Nets, we got Nicholas Claxton, and obviously Kyrie is not with the team. So Warriors at Nets, 6.30 p.m. Central Time. Who do you got?
2: Warriors. Warriors.
0: Nets. Nets? You're you're taking the Nets for sure. Nets. Nets Nets for sure. Okay. Jordan, who do you got?
1: Mm. I... Am going to go with your (laughs) number one seed in the West, Golden State Warriors.
0: Warriors, that's who I was going to go to. I think that uh, they're playing great basketball, and uh, yeah, I think that the Warriors are going to edge out the Nets here. Gotta lose eventually. That's that's true. That's true. All right, final game for this week's pick'em here. Thursday, November 18th, the Washington Wizards at the Miami Heat, 6.30 p.m. Central Time in Miami. For Washington, uh, Hachimura and Thomas Bryant are out. And for Miami, we have Victor Oladipo, who is out. 6.30 p.m., Wizards at Heat. Who do you got? This
2: is a bait game. They're trying to bait you in with the high-seed Wizards. (laughs) (laughs) I I
0: looked through the whole week, and I'm like, this uh, this would be a good one. So you're welcome. (laughs) You're taking the heat,
1: yes, the heat.
0: The heat, the heat. You know, I'm gonna be the odd man out. I'm gonna take the wizards. I'm gonna take the wizards. Don't
1: get sucked in. Don't get
0: sucked in. (laughs) Hey, we'll see if they can keep it rolling. I'm I'm taking the wizards. (laughs) They've beaten some good teams so far. So they have. We'll we'll see if they can do it. So that's it for this uh, this week's pick 'em games. I'm going to keep track of the winners and look back at the end of the week and see what our record is. And obviously, week by week, we'll tell you whose record is what. And at the end of the month, we'll let you know who has the worst record, and that's who's got to do the punishment. So, yeah, I think it should be a fun new segment. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. So, um, by the end of the month, we got... (laughs) By the end of the month, we got to come up with, with a punishment. And since it is only half a month, it doesn't have to be that extreme, but. uh,
1: Oh, come on. Don't be soft.
0: (laughs) I'm just, I'm just, I'm giving everybody the benefit of the doubt here. There's uh,
1: the one, the one league that I'm in, there's a punishment each week, the highest uh, scoring player picks for the lowest score for next week mm-hmm. and for this week the lowest score has to eat a raw onion whole. <laughs> so oh. i it doesn't That's sound tough. like horrible but it's definitely not something i want to do right yes. i had and to pick can... yeah you gotta eat it all i had to pick the last punishment and i said that you have to stay up for 24 hours straight holy and cow so every 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 hour throughout the night you have to send a snap to the group so it's we'll, we'll see how it goes i think that person's doing it tonight because he's got a weird job where he has like sunday and monday off or something but yeah it's it's pretty crazy pretty crazy wow, wow. <laughs>
0: that'd be that'd be a nuts nuts punishment okay
1: uh any any
0: last thoughts before we call this one before we call it an episode
1: well, not green. <laughs> <laughs> hey it kind of
0: I, I went with green because I, to me, that's what it looks closest like. So I, again, I apologize. No, Yo, you for gotta the bring confused. that
2: tonight. You gotta bring the jersey tonight, because that looks like baby blue.
0: Send. I mean, yes, yes, send a snap. It's more it, in person. It's more green than it is on camera. I just so.
1: I can't buy it, and maybe I'm
0: completely wrong. <laughs> just look up the old Charlotte jerseys, like the purple ones, and that you'll see. Like that's that's what it is so uh purple <laughs> jersey yeah okay what do you got green or blue
1: i'm colorblind so it looks teal to me you can't go out of your way and really say green
0: <laughs> i'm not calling this blue in person i'm not calling this blue. i mean
1: don't call it blue call
0: it teal it's not teal either it honestly looks green to me it looks green Peyton, I'll bring it to basketball tonight. Okay, that, I'll sh- listen, oh. <laughs>
2: dude. When we talk about green, that is no shot. Um, I'm gonna be real with you. I like John Deere green or if Fox Peyton, Peyton would have said Heels green, Blue, Peyton saying <laughs> green
1: for his gear is more applicable than you saying green for your gear.
0: <laughs> I'm not even gonna get into the argument because to me that looks more like yellow. on On screen, it looks yellow. There. So,
2: oh boy, gimme, this is gonna
1: gimme. <laughs> give, me the, give me, give me the share screen. Okay, hold up. Give it to me.
0: Did I give it to you? Yes, you did. Okay.
1: <laughs> right here. Yeah. You think that's green? Oh my god. Okay. You motherfucker, that
2: is not green.
0: <laughs> Come. Okay, I'll I'll bring it to basketball tonight, and I'm gonna show you, and you're gonna be like, oh, I guess it is kind of green. I I guarantee okay, you. Okay,
2: that bottom left one. That bottom left one, I could see why you would say green. I still, I mean, I don't know. You might have walked on the <laughs> short bus, though.
0: Okay, okay, that's that's this, unnecessary. This you could
1: say green. <laughs> oh geez. I'm against you. And I okay, all
0: right, fine, it. fine. Well, so this is this is a great way to end the episode. Obviously, against against Tyler here. So uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right. I think I'm I think not. that's it for us. So we'll call it wraps here and we will see you next week. Okay.